0: I'll be um, speaking this morning from James chapter 1, from verses 1 through to 18. Um, I think this is the first, I think we're going through a series on um, James over the next couple of weeks, and I think this is the first sermon, in James, is that right? Yeah, we're spending, we're spending time in the first chapter. In the, in the first chapter, okay. Um, what can you tell me about James? Who was he? Half-brother of Jesus. Beautiful. What else can you tell me about him? Who's he writing to? Who's he writing to? He's writing to Jews. Jews, or the early church. But where is this early church based? Is it based in Jerusalem? Is it based in... Damascus is based in... Scattered everywhere. So he's writing to these small groups of people. They're like a minority group. or they are a minority group. In a very hostile situation where they would know what it's like to suffer trials of many kinds. Life wouldn't have been easy for them. So here we have James, the half-brother of Jesus, writing to Jews who are scattered everywhere, a minority group, who know, what, who know what life is like when it's tough. Please join with me in reading the first chapter. Open your devices or your books. James, a servant of sorry, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered amongst the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat, and withers the plants, its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they're going about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. After desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth, through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Guess how many points I got to bring out this morning? Thank you. (laughs) Internal pressures, sorry, external pressures, internal pressures, and what really matters. So that's the three. External pressures, internal pressures, and what really matters. The Greek word which is translated correctly in verse 2 and in verse 13 as temp- as trials and tempted is called piasmos, the things that test us. <coughs> Sorry, I've lost my train of thought for a second there. The things that, um, that um, test us. Which one of us, put your hand up here, consider it pure joy when you suffer met trials of many kinds? Is there anybody? Do we consider it pure joy when things are going upside down? What are some of the trials which you've um, even just suffered this morning? I mean, just the trial of having to try to get to church as a family can be something which you don't do all that often, do you? You don't really go many places as a a family and actually have to organise and, and get there. And it can bring out the best and it can bring out the worst in us. As a soccer team, when does a soccer team play its best? When it's playing... The worst team in the comp or the best team? The best best team. When do we enjoy playing the most? Normally against the worst team because we think we're going to flog them and then we end up playing like them. It doesn't bring the best out in us. I'm sorry, I'm losing my thought. You're <laughs> getting old, mate. I'm getting old. I am losing it. Hey? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 um... I'm just trying to think of how I was going to get there. Next. <laughs> you know, some of the some of the things that we suffer in life, some of the trials which come our way, some are really good for us. Cuz they cause us to stop, they cause us to to think, they cause us it actually brings out what is what is at the core of us. But some of the trials which come across our path, we can it actually makes us stop and think. Why is this coming across my path? Some of the stuff that we suffer is, is too big. We think of, um, you know, sometimes we have a one who's very close to us pass away. Sometimes we, we can have, um, you know, the babies this is some stuff that happens to us in life that we just cannot really explain we cannot really even just cause us to struggle god if you are in this why why is this happening to me now and james sees this in this passage he sees this in that he says if if you are walking through something which you cannot really understand at the moment which we all can identify with. We all things come to our minds. Ask for wisdom, and when you ask, you must not doubt. He has in picture here of this double-minded double-minded person. Ask for wisdom, but still, God, why? Blown back and forward by the by the by the wind, as a, as a wave is, and they must not expect to actually get anything. When we ask, we must believe. I like the um, great equaliser in this passage too as it moves on. It talks about the rich and the poor. And it talks about the poor being in a better position than the rich, that the rich are actually in humble, humble circumstance. Those those who are poor, they know what the true value of, of life is. They know that these things. When you when people have a lot, when we have a lot, I was just even I was even thinking of my five acres, my my silly lawn up there. I get very jealous when I have to mow my lawn of people who don't have large blocks of land, because. The amount of effort and energy that I have to put in to get that silly thing mowed, especially lately, I mean, you look at it and you can see it growing. And that's what, that's what wealth does. We, we, people get so much money that all they really can focus on and worry about is how they're going to maintain and to look after this wealth to make sure that, that it doesn't disappear, that no-one else takes it, that they, that they look after it. And they don't focus on what really matters in life. The um it brings me to my to my next point. Internal pressures. No one should say when they are being tempted that God is tempting me, because we are only tempted by our own evil desires. And this is um Sadly, very true. What happened when um, Adam first took the fruit of the tree of knowledge? What did he do? Well God came work walk, walking through the garden. Where are you? Where are you, Adam? This is the time of day that um, we normally go walking. What's what's going on? Where are you? What are you doing over there? How come how come you're hiding? What's that fig leaf doing there? Yeah, okay. Okay, I know what's going on. And you know what Adam's response was? It was her. You know, the one you put here for me. She made me do it. In fact, what he was actually doing was he was pointing the finger straight back at God. This is the one you put here. You made me do this. The scriptures are clear. James is clear. God does not. God cannot be tempted by evil and he does not tempt anyone by evil. By our own evil desires. I don't know. It's in, it's interesting that our own evil desires are as individual as what we are. It's an obvious statement. I, as a um, teenager, suffered was I found that I was very open to substance abuse. And I found that I am um, very, very thankful. I, I remember I remember one night at, a 15, at a, when I was 15 at a party which Mum and Dad had at our house and there was a lot of alcohol there and I was sneaking around just having a sip of everybody's drink. Anyway, I found myself in the gutter and I was spewing my guts up. And my dad was very worried about me that I'd suffered alcohol poisoning. Now, I was dabbling in all sorts of things at that time. But I'm very, very thankful that God grabbed me and he took me and he helped me to see that there is no future in this. Because you see... You see if you know people who've been open to substance abuse that it has long-term effects on them. And it's like any of the sins any of these te- these temptations that when we when we dabble in them it just there is long-term effects leads to sin leads to death no matter what it is the cycle is there the cycle is there James here is quick to point out a couple of things. If we want to receive the crown of life, we need to persevere through trials. And we need to act wisely when we attempt it. Don't be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. But he chose to give us birth through the word of truth as a kind of first fruits of all he created. Persevering under trials. Acting wisely under temptation. Becoming that first fruit that he created. I'll just finish there. Thank you. Lord, I just want to um, I just want to thank you for the fact that you did choose to give us birth. And I just pray, Lord, that you help us to um, just persevere through the hard things that we encounter in our lives. And to act wisely, Lord. To not let the temptation hatch, but to get out of there as soon as we feel the desire. I pray this in your name. Amen.